Welcome back to Page 8. I'm your host, Jack Myrick, and today I'm joined by the one and only Jacob Waters. Jacob, how are you doing this today? I'm doing good. Glad, glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the elephant of the room, and also an elephant is coming to the plains very soon, we talk about some positives. Okay. Starting off with some positives, Auburn basketball. Auburn's, you know, they've two straight wins now, or not three, three straight wins, really, and then, but beating Notre Dame, like, pretty badly. I didn't yeah. think, like, I thought it might yeah. be a little closer than that, but they whooped Notre Dame, and then winning the Legends Classic Friday night, just, they're starting to look pretty impressive. What have you thought so far? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. They've definitely looked a lot better since that second half against Baylor. Um, I know Bruce Pearl mentioned that, uh, that, just the intensity and the effort defensively. Um, has really, really ramped up. And then I offensively, I'm not surprised with how good the team's been. I think there's so many just key players, Janai Broom, Aiden Holloway, Denver Jones, all those, all three of those guys are really special. And um, and I think with this team, the depth on this team is incredible, so much better than last year. I think that's going to help Auburn a lot in the, in the long run. Yeah, with the depth especially, because last year we saw that where players were just cold last mm. year, and it would just – be rough because we would start off well just like how we saw in the Baylor game we would just mm. be on top and then you just watch it slowly slip through our fingers and then we lose yeah yeah I mean there's definitely confidence in all the starters obviously but even that five those five guys off the bench I mean I really don't think it's a really that much of a drop off between the starters and the bench players at least to uh to Bruce Pearl I think he's extremely extremely confident in all five of those guys that he brings in off the bench yeah, then we got uh, Alabama A&M this Tuesday, and then Virginia Tech Wednesday, and then to close out the week, we'll have Appalachian State. With other three matchups, which one do you think is probably going to be like good? See where like oh where we're at continues mm-hmm. to growing as a program right now. I think probably that Appalachian State game. I know mm-hmm. that game's in Boone, North Carolina, so it'll be Auburn's first like true road game. Mm-hmm. I know that game against Baylor was in South Dakota, but it wasn't obviously on anybody's home court. So that Appalachian State game will be big. You know, it's probably probably going to be their biggest game of the season, Appalachian State. And so I'm sure they'll they'll have a, um, a rowdy crowd there, uh, get excited during the week to welcome in an Auburn team that could very well be ranked by then. Um, so they'll have the potential to get a, a upset ranked win over a really good basketball team. So I'd say if Auburn can go in there and win that, even though it's not like an elite opponent, mm-hmm. just going – going on the road for the first time if Auburn can pull away there that would be pretty impressive yeah because it's always good to win on the road because you know college basketball is you know everyone thinks football when it comes to like the rowdy environments mm-hmm. but college basketball has yeah, some like even absolutely. like the smaller schools it's that's what makes it fun yeah, definitely because then it's just a tight little arena like mm-hmm. in those smaller schools yeah and it's so much fun just seeing like the crowd get into it so as you said, yeah, that's I mean, it's great for the win on the road to get us started. Mm. Uh, I guess we'll transition now into well, what happened this weekend. I don't mm. think many people expected it. No. Um, Vegas didn't expect it; yeah. <laughs> they did not. Auburn falling short, very short, very short, very <laughs> sh- not just short. Yeah, not just short. I should say to New Mexico State, thirty-one to ten. Just start us off, Jacob. What are your takeaways first? Yeah, I mean takeaways. It just it completely erases the 
previous three weeks. So Auburn has looked pretty good. Uh, the defense has been incredible. The offense, it looks like it has been improved. So, I mean, just immediate takeaways that all of that progress, all of that momentum being getting built up before the Iron Bowl is just completely gone. Um, you know, I think another big thing about that game is usually when you see a huge upset like that, you see the team that got upset, they turned it over like four or five times. Auburn didn't turn it over once. They just got manhandled on the line. Mm-hmm. Just New Mexico State just came into turn here was simply the better team. Yeah. There was no luck involved or anything. Um, Auburn just did not come prepared and just, like I said, just got completely outplayed um, by a New Mexico State team, which is really difficult to uh, to think about. Because, you know, you, over the years we've seen, like, Tennessee lose to Georgia State, um, Ole Miss lose to Jacksonville State, um, Mississippi State lose to South Alabama, Arkansas get mm. killed by some pretty inferior teams. Um, but, I mean, I've been watching Auburn football since I was born, and – I haven't witnessed a loss like that. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's kind of one of those things I never thought a loss like that would happen to Auburn. Um, but here we are. Um, I guess that's just kind of part of the growing pains of a, having a first-year head coach. Yeah, it's kind of funny because, you know, everyone's the past, as you said, race the past three weeks. But we'll, looking back the past three weeks, it's mainly everyone's going to be like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll drop a game maybe like to Arkansas or, you know, um, Mississippi State might get us. Like we were kind of, I think everyone was counting out New Mexico State because I was thinking that. I was like, oh, I know. I, I was like, not thinking. Like, I thought, I was like, knowing as a, like a pessimistic, like, right. fan of the program, just this could happen. Yeah. But I was like, hey, you know, not, I don't think really. it. I was like, not I was really. like, it's kind of just in the back of my mind. Yeah. I was like, uh, I guess like a little boogeyman. Like, you're just like, oh, 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 there's no monsters under the yeah. bed. Yeah. Apparently there were. Yeah. Um, with this, as you said, you know, coming unprepared, I feel like that this just falls on freeze, in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. just not having them ready for this game because I didn't see any life on the sideline at all. Yeah, yeah. No, I com- completely, completely agree with you. I know um, the Monday before the game, he was asked like, "How do you make sure your team is, doesn't overlook New Mexico State, who came in eight and three? How do you not overlook them and look towards uh, Bama?" And he said, "I mean, that's that falls on me and the coaches. Like that's our responsibility to make sure that that doesn't happen." Uh, put in their mind that New Mexico State is still an eight and three team and had won six in a row coming in. Uh, they have a really good quarterback. Um, he he put that on himself before the like five days before the uh, game was even played, mm-hmm. and I, in my opinion, just clearly failed to do that. I think, like you said, there was literally no energy on the sideline before the game, really. Um, so I think that really completely falls on the coaching staff. And I'm sure the team was overlooking New Mexico State, looking ahead to, to Alabama, um, and that just can't happen um, when you're the head coach of a of a team like Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that just leaves you speechless. Yeah, like, you mean, just, it's 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 stunned. I think a good bit of the fan base seeing like because no one 25 point favorite, right? That's crazy. And what's funny to me is that they, New Mexico State will be playing. JSU this weekend mm. and you know the funny thing is I can see JSU winning that yeah, no, definitely <laughs> and that definitely want to so. help the uh, Auburn's program to know that another team inside <laughs> the state um, beat, a, beat a team that, that you yeah. put it on the road yeah. too, is that New yeah. Mexico State so I mean, it just I was looking during the game uh, I was looking on odd shark odds shark um, just kind of like 
last time Auburn was this big of a favorite and uh, lost. And I, I think it went back like 30 games. I just put in like mm-hmm. um, Auburn favored by 20 um, and then looked at the results. And the last loss when Auburn was favored by 20 or more was A&M, um, Texas A&M in 2014 mm-hmm. when Auburn lost and kind of lost its playoff chances too. But even that game, Auburn was just favored by 23 and a half. And Auburn's favored by 25 and a half against New Mexico State. So based on my research, I couldn't find a game where Auburn was favored by that much and ended up losing. So it's just yeah, and especially and, to you know not like because I was A and M SEC right, school, right. you know this is New Mexico State's first Power Five win yeah. and that like yeah. zero and twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. Wild. I mean, just you think about even like you said, like even that A and M game mm-hmm. um, in twenty fourteen. That's still an SEC team. Mm-hmm. They still have SEC talent. This was a conference USA team yeah. um, that Auburn should beat 99 times out of 100. And I guess this was just that one time where it slipped up and, and uh, lost to an, an inferior opponent. Yeah, you know, give, give New Mexico State their flowers. Yeah. yeah, it's just so they, you know, hopefully they – because it made me think of uh, JMU and stuff and all mm-hmm. of them, like – you know, if New Mexico State was still, like, let's say if they're undefeated, we'd be like, oh, we lost to the real right, national champions, right. you know, like, pull that one. Yeah, like that but, UCF game. Yeah, um, yeah. Or UCF team a couple of years ago. That's true. We, we only lose to, like, the, the best teams in the nation. Yeah. But because that eliminated my point, uh, I think I had said it last week or the week before, which was our losses had really just been to, besides A&M this mm. year, was LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss. Mm. And now yeah. you add New Mexico State, it kind of messes up the whole thing. Like, oh, we really just lost some of the top programs right. in the nation right now. And we we played Georgia and Ole Miss close at home, mm. stayed in it. I, and then usually, you know, we're, it's the offense stalling, which the offense barely – they did stall. Like, mm. they when they got on the field, they that's where I think that there's no energy for mm. them to get them going. But the defense just, as you said, just bullied the whole game. Yeah. The time of possession was wild. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I it, it's just a stunning thing to see this happen. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think you said it perfectly. You know, you look at the losses before. It's mm-hmm. like okay, I mean, it's first year for uh, Hugh Freeze. You shouldn't really expect him to beat Georgia, Ole Miss, mm-hmm. LSU, and um, I guess you could kind of made a case to we or that Auburn should beat A and M, um, but that was, and that was still on the road. So I think all those losses were pretty excusable, and that didn't really change my thought process on um if Hugh Freeze is going to work at Auburn but yeah. you know you, then you lose by 21 at home to New Mexico State and then you really got to look at it again and be like well is this the right guy um I guess this is something we'll just have to wait and see but it it definitely instills you know some doubt into your mind yeah I think my favorite quote from an Auburn fan this week was someone said to me they go, this is just a pathetic exhibition of a football game. And it cracks me out just the way they say that. I was yeah. like, that's not what I expected them to say. Yeah. So, But yeah, 38, uh, 38 minutes and 50 seconds compared to Auburn's 21. Yeah. And 10, that is. Yeah. I mean, just you got to tip your hat to New Mexico State on that. I, mm-hmm. it, I think it's funny. Um, I know after Auburn lost to Georgia and um, Ole Miss and LSU, Freeze said that kind of his – his plan going into the game was to try and dominate time of possession, just get it to the fourth quarter make it a game. And now, I mean, that's exactly what New Mexico state did. <laughs> like they actually, they listen to him and they're yeah, like, Oh, this is how yeah. we win. So. They actually executed it yeah. um, perfectly. 213 yards rushing. Yeah. We had 65. Yeah. The last three weeks, our biggest thing has been a rushing yeah. game. 
and we didn't have that. And I think that's one of the big reasons our time of possession and and obviously getting later in the game, we just were forced to throw more. Mm-hmm. And then it's, I think it's funny looking at the penalties because as a fan, oh, yeah. you're like, we both had nine penalties yeah. for 75 yards. Didn't feel like it. No, it definitely. I mean, I think Auburn's um, penalties were definitely. Um, there was some. I thought like with the PIs, like I thought the first one, I was like, mm, it definitely PI. Yeah. And then they're kind of were calling it close. So I was like, okay. Mm. So it's just, it's just how that's just how the game goes. You can't really complain about it too much. It's, mm. it's you know, yeah. one of those yeah. things that just stinks. Yeah, it definitely didn't feel like both teams had nine penalties because I think Auburn's were much more damaging. Like mm-hmm. you said, the two defensive pass interferences on the uh, first drive. And I think Auburn had a couple third down conversions called back for holding. Um, so even though both teams had nine penalties, I mean, it was pretty obvious that Auburn's penalties were much more damaging um, to themselves than New Mexico State's were. Yeah, well – Let's move out of this for we'll move into some SEC before we do our predictions. Mm-hmm. So what did you see this week from the SEC? Anyone stand out? Anyone that like I would say disappointment besides Auburn, mm-hmm. um, to you? Yeah, I think I think Bama was playing Chattanooga, so it's hard to have any takeaways from there. Um but I, I mean do, they dropped the ball going in the end zone, that was yeah, the only thing. Yeah, so. I mean I think I do think Alabama is a much, much better team than mm-hmm. they were in week two when they lost to Texas. I think if they, those two played again, I would probably pick Alabama. Um, I think Georgia continued to prove that they're the best team in the country. Um, and they gave up that touchdown in the first play, but after that it was all all Bulldogs. So I think they have a real shot at um, winning their third straight national championship. Uh, I was really impressed with Missouri pulling it out against Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when you look at records, and it was at Missouri, you would think Missouri only winning by two. I think that's how much they won yeah. by. I think you, if you said that before, they'd be like, uh, you know, we're 8-2. We're we should beat Florida, who's who was 5-5 five and five going into the game. We should mm-hmm. beat them by more. But I still think when you look at it, it's like it's – I don't mean this disrespectfully, but it's like Missouri. Like this is kind yeah. of, I, they, every, That's what I had said last yeah. week. I know what you're trying to say, which mm-hmm. is like – they haven't got that prestige yet. Right. You don't right. think yeah. when you hear like, oh, it's it's Georgia, it's Alabama, mm. it's you know, it's Tennessee, it's Florida. You go, oh, you know, there's a team that's mm. like if it's ninth in the nation where Missouri's at, you switch roles with Florida. You're like, right. oh, Florida's gonna right. blow them out right. of the water, mm. like blow them. You yeah. wouldn't think that like they're gonna, but then you switch with Missouri, you're like oh, it's probably it'll probably be close. Right. You know, yeah. they're like a good team; they can mm-hmm. win. I think that's their biggest thing; they know how to win. Yeah. So I, I think them pulling that out, I, I'm still very, very impressed by them because that's not the they shouldn't really ever beat Florida by two mm-hmm. or three touchdowns even at home. So just for them to go in, survive another week, win that, and um, they are the yeah. best Tigers in the SEC. Yeah. That's I a mean, odd yeah. thing to say, you know. Yeah. With, and so they're probably going to play themselves up to a really good uh, mm-hmm. New Year's Six bowl game, which is un- like unbelievable job by Eli Drinkwitz and them yeah. over there. So you have bowl games. I always think like as it's just like you always hear the SEC like, oh, the SEC's. Put, it seems like we never really dominate bowl season. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't know how much like. It's always seems we end up going like three yeah. and three or yeah. I mean, four. I, I don't know how much weight I usually put in that because I think a lot of times, like the bad SEC teams mm-hmm. that just barely get into a bowl game, uh, they oftentimes like get matched up against like the fourth best team in the Big Ten or the fourth best team in the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. and then that SEC team is like the ninth or eighth best team in the SEC. I think if you put like eighth best sec team against eighth best like big 10 team mm. or big 12 team then the sec would have like a much better record in bowl games but it just doesn't work out that yeah. way 
for sure. It's just there's so many good teams in this scene, mm-hmm. you know, now adding Texas and Oklahoma in the years to come. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um especially I think prospect wise, seeing how everyone, where everyone's gonna be going. Because mm-hmm. Luke had pointed out last week talking about, you know, with A and M now Jimbo, you know, you're gonna have a lot of players hitting the portal. Yeah. And that could be good for Auburn, you know, mm-hmm. they can this is gonna be a good time to capitalize. Um so like with recruiting to go into a little bit of recruiting for you. Mm-hmm. What what have you seen so far this year from Freeze when it comes to the recruiting? I mean, I think it, anything Freeze has done or could do was going to be better than mm-hmm. how Brian Harson recruited. Um, no, so I think just <laughs> I mean, automatically he's off to like a good start recruiting. And I think I mean you know he's flipped guys from Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Some of the I mean, Alabama, Georgia, obviously the top teams in the SEC, and then mm-hmm. Florida's still up there too. Uh, so I've been really impressed by him um, by his recruiting and how much he attacked the transfer portal this year. I think a lot of those guys he took from the portal, um, it would not be the same guys he will take like this upcoming offseason or the offseason after that. He just mm-hmm. had to fill out the team. Um, but I think now with a year under his belt at Auburn, he'll be able to recruit the portal even better. Um, and obviously, he's, <laughs> you lose to New Mexico State, you can at least pitch, hey, you can come here and uh, be an impact like immediately yeah. uh, but I've been really impressed by his recruiting I think it's <laughs> like I said it's much better than it had been the past two years yeah I know I, it's funny to say because I had seen a tweet uh, during the game it cracked me I can't remember which recruit they were pointing out but mm. they were just like yeah I'm sure he's trying to break down the door to get in this yeah. program watching yeah. this and I was like that's kind of how it feels right now watching that so yeah. but you know I, I think the way to pitch that to like those players would be like you see where we're at. You could be the deciding factor. You could be the change in that. Yeah. You can be the bring that winning culture. Like just tell them that you're a winner. That's right. I think like we're in the stage where we have to maybe suck up to prospects yeah. at the moment. Like hey, yeah. you know yeah. we're nothing unless you I, know. yeah. You can pitch them Auburn's history and how <laughs> Auburn used to be like a probably like a top ten program in the mm-hmm. country. You can pitch like Auburn. Is, we have been here before. Mm-hmm. You can help us get back to that. Um, so I think that's that plus playing time plus NIL. Um, you know, you, you've still got like a really good foundation to pitch to people. Um, but I do think part of that you also have to show on the field, which, like we said, losing to Mexico State isn't going to help that at all. Yeah. And to go into a little bit SEC drama, mm. with the A&M job opening up, who do you think is probably going to be getting that? I mean, my first thought was Dan Lanning, but mm-hmm. he's already come out and said that he has no interest in that. Jim Harbaugh? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, you got the, the guy UTSA, uh, Jeff Trailer. I think I think that's how, I think it's Trailer is his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's been a high school coach in Texas. Um, he's very familiar with high school, other high school coaches in Texas. He could bring uh, – I mean, it's not going to be hard to recruit at A&M, but he could – take that even to another level and he's done really good things with utsa um think about maybe like lance leipold at kansas he's done a good job there um but i don't think a&m's really going to go higher like this like when you look at it be like oh mm. this home run higher like and they thought they had with jimbo and then we saw yeah. how that worked out i don't think I mean, well they already it cracks me up when i saw the reports you know we don't know how true they are but mm. From one of the NFL ones saying that they were going after Dan Campbell. Yeah, I mean, he's an alum of them, but right. just never that didn't never made any sense to me. And I know yeah. he's already kind of said, I want to help them any way I can, except for coaching for them. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I really I don't know if they'll. I don't think again they'll go for like this home run um, higher where they have to throw like ten million at the guy. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like 
and this might end up being better kind of go for like kind of like a less flashy guy and just a guy that's going to bring in a, like a good culture at um a&m and be a consistent recruiter uh, i don't really think they need like i said this flashy guy that, um, yeah but the thing i think it's it's such a crucial time right now getting this coach you know as mentioned earlier at texas oklahoma's coming in right you know being former rivals with them right. yeah this is a time where the SEC, like, if you're in this, you have to be making the right yeah. moves because oh, yeah. otherwise you're going to be behind. Absolutely. And, like, Auburn's already trying to, like, for example, Auburn's trying to play catch up from because of Harson. Mm. You know, I think Alabama, Georgia, slowly trying to prepare themselves, mm. you know, getting into this. And now A&M's got to figure out, like, okay, we need someone that can have, you said, a culture, can – be a winner, just some something that can keep us afloat, so we're not that team yeah. over here, like in Texas, right. like close to Oklahoma. That's the yeah, worst, no doubt. It's a crucial time. They cannot afford to slip back into that like bottom half tier mm. of the SEC. There's no way um, they can afford that right now. We'll get into picks. Let's see, uh, it's week thirteen, Jacob. Yeah. Where it's getting closer and closer to football being over. It's so very sad. sad. Very sad. It always goes by way too quick. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, you know, I was the first game we got was right here. I love how it's Thursday. They like, always love oh, it. Oh yeah, the Egg Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, it's last year State. You know, if I remember correctly, they pulled out the win. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. State yeah, last year because I was like no. that was. You know, during all the Kiffin to Auburn rumors. Yeah, because um, that had yeah. kind of like, because I thought, like, oh, maybe Ole Miss, you mm. know, would get it. But then Mike Leach, you know, a nice little win for the state mm-hmm. fan. So yeah. Mississippi or Ole Miss is favored by 11 right now. Mm. It's hard to, you know, say Mississippi State's really going to be in this game, right? It's kind of how it feels mm-hmm. Iron Bowl right now. But who are you picking and why do you think that? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I think. Just because it's a rivalry game, and it mm-hmm. seems like there's, I mean, there's, I think that's this might be like the most underrated rivalry in college football, um, with just how much the two teams hate each other and the history that we've seen over the past decade of fights breaking out every game. Um, I think Mississippi State can maybe hang around in there, hang around in it for a little bit. I know Will Rogers came back last week and they're running back, so I think the the Bulldogs could hang around in it for a while. But I mean, you know, Ole Miss is trying to get up to a really good bowl game too. Um, like we talked about with Missouri earlier, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think, I don't think they're gonna let that chance slip by. Um, so I, I think Ole Miss will probably end up winning pretty handedly. Yeah, I gotta go Ole Miss on this one. Just, I think Kiff is gonna get his win back from last year. Mm-hmm. He definitely needs it because yeah. we we talked recently. I think I think it was Luke and I last week we had spoke about. Kiffin, you know, just hasn't had that big win right. in the SEC. And I think Ole Miss is kind of just content with that, kind of feels yeah. like. It's like they're – because you feel like this is – if this was like Georgia or Alabama, some, like I'm not saying Auburn is at that prestige, nowhere close to it. Mm. But like even like Auburn, right. if we're not – because Gus was kind of like that for a while where like Gus could do it, but mm. then we would – uh, Gus is a little different. He would lose to the teams we should, yeah. <laughs> shouldn't be losing to. But, um, but still, just it would be like there would be these losses that would stand out. Be like, oh, he's not going to get us over the hump. Yeah. Kind of like coach. That's mm-hmm. the best way to put it. So, But, yeah, I think that is a thing I'm looking at going next year for Ole Miss. But to move on to the next one, 
Missouri headed to Arkansas. Missouri's only favored by seven and a half, which kind of surprising mm-hmm. to me. Only seven and a half. I feel like they could be a double digit favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of a scary spot for me because, like we said earlier, Missouri mm-hmm. is like, it's not like they're in the most insanely talented team in the country. So, really, mm-hmm. to me, any week they could slip up and get upset. Uh, so, it is a little bit of a scary spot, in my opinion, um, for, for Missouri. But I do think, like I said, they're playing to get in the New Year's Six Bowl game for the first time since I don't even know. Um, but I think I think they obviously have a lot to play for. And I think Drinkwitz is an awesome coach who um, mm-hmm. will make sure his players know what they're playing for and not – it's not like they have, they're going to overlook Arkansas for like an SEC championship because they're not going to that. So I think they kind of have a, kind of a luxury there to where it's like we have to put all of our focus into Arkansas right now even though they've been struggling. We have to win this game if we want to go to like the Peach Bowl or something. So I think Missouri um, will have have that confidence going in um, and be able to be able to win there. Yeah, uh, Missouri. You know, Brady Cook and uh, the running back Schrader. Just mm-hmm. I think right. underlook like the whole just whole right. offense. I mean, kind of the whole team. All, all yeah, this, no, yeah, it's like it's but the offense especially because yeah. like they got Luther Burden that receiver. Oh yeah, I mean, I think they, Theo Weiss is there. Like, they're they really good. They, it's just I was like, they were a very good team. Like and you know, part, like teams like this, you know, you kind of just pull for. Yeah, agreed. Um. That's kind of how it was as a Packers fan seeing the Lions, but yeah. now it's flipped where I'm like, right. okay, they won enough. <laughs> they can go back to where they were. But, yeah, uh, definitely go, uh, picking Missouri in this one. Just, um, I don't – Arkansas is so weird. They, yeah. like, they could – you know, I didn't expect us to play them, but then looking back, I, I feel like it should have been obvious for Auburn's, like, their track record playing at right. Arkansas. It's like, well, why is that? Like, right. why do we do well on the road like that? Um. But do you think Pittman's out at the end of the Well, I think there are reports today that the athletic director confirmed that he's going to be back, actually. Oh, wow. Um, I don't really agree with that. I don't. Because I, I, just... I was thinking, because now that you say that, mm-hmm. I was thinking Gus to Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, it just makes so much sense. But then I paper. could see A&M um, going to get Gus, which I know yeah. is crazy to think yeah. about. But, like, that's someone they, if they were, I mean, they got Jimbo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they paid him this amount of money because, you know, that's just sometimes you can mess up and do it again because, I mean, as an offense, we've seen it with coaching yeah. hirings. It's just yeah. like, what, what are these hirings? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. But so. you know, as it sounds like he's coming back, which I, I don't think that's really the right call. I don't mm-hmm. see them ever being able to get over, like, that kind of Arkansas hop that they always have <laughs> under Pittman. Um, but, yeah, and it, it seems like it sounds like he's going to come back. Yeah, that's, that's wild yeah. to think about. I think it started for the Saturday slate. Kentucky um, at Louisville. At Louisville. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Louisville's kind of in the same exact spot as Missouri for me. It's like mm-hmm. they're not – they're just not, like, incredibly, incredibly talented. So, every single week they could get upset. I mean, they almost lost to Miami um, last week. So, it's – I just feel like there hasn't – been you know you think about the conference championship contenders we haven't really seen like a huge upset they're like just heart it's just like a heartbreaking end to somebody's season so mm-hmm. i think i might actually go kentucky here um just kind of sec team mark stoops I, I i just think i just feel like it's too good to be true for louisville um eventually they're um gonna lose um and i know they're in the acc championship will play florida state but i just feel like it's way too good to be true to have this like 
twelve and or eleven and one Louisville team going into the um, ACC championships. I think Kentucky will actually win this one. Yeah, I, I, I want to pick Kentucky, but I think I gotta go Louisville on yeah. this one just because Kentucky is also one of those teams that can play well, but then mm-hmm. you don't know what you're what you're gonna get. Yeah, you know it's. So like they like they had a good start like it's to me Kentucky and they do the same thing yeah every no, Kentucky year. and Arkansas like for a while, Arkansas didn't do it this year but for a while like they were those two teams to me were always having like good starts yeah. the season they'd go like four and oh five and oh and then yeah. just slowly just yeah. fall apart and yeah. that's what we've seen for Kentucky and it's yeah. just so I I gotta go Louisville on that mm. one I just think um I just think. They're winning. I think that momentum is very crucial mm-hmm. for a program. Like if you're winning, that's gives you your team confidence mm. going in. Like maybe they won't see Kentucky as New Mexico State. Mm. Uh, so, but yeah, the next game, Texas A and M at LSU. I think I mean LSU has been tripped up by A and M mm. so many times over the past few years, and it's like stopped them from being a contender like in the playoffs or something um but i think i just think Jaden daniels and that offense is way too good way too good um for a&m to keep up with them um i think daniels in my opinion the heisman front runner um so i just don't see them slipping up there um against the team without like a permanent head coach right now uh and it's at lsu um is, is, I think that game's at 11 is that right mm, it's 11 o'clock which is, off. which is strange but i <laughs> i think lsu will um I think LSU will win there, and Daniels might be able to solidify his Heisman campaign. Yeah, that's. I, I don't know who I got winning the Heisman. I say mm-hmm. I meant to ask you that earlier, which was, I think it's like Daniels because when I was looking at it, it's Daniels. He's been playing crazy. Like he's he has like these last two games like Heisman games. Yeah. But you know the, the odds are still favoring. I think Bo Nix at the still, moment. Yeah. So which yeah. I mean I think it's well deserved just because yeah. he's oh, consistently yeah. put up the stats. Um, but it'll be interesting. I think this Heisman race will be an interesting one to yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, definitely gotta go LSU with you uh, with you on this. Um, favored by eleven. You know the makeshift rivalry of A and M and LSU. Mm. You know speaking on Texas and Texas A and M rivalry because that was just taken away from both like the fan bases yeah. and stuff just because of money and stuff going on with the uh universities they didn't want to because you know that goes into the longhorn network that's a right, whole yeah. thing to unpack <laughs> but but then the next game 230 kickoff vanderbilt at tennessee um i'll go with tennessee here. <laughs> i just, just don't i in tennessee i think i think before the season when we recorded a podcast together, mm-hmm. i think i said tennessee might could end up being one of the more disappointing teams in the sec and yeah i think that's ended up kind of working out They're <laughs> seven and four now and just seems like the big games they have they just can't do it um but i just think vanderbilt's really really bad so i'm gonna say <laughs> I'm pretty confident Tennessee will uh, beat Vanderbilt. Yeah, 26-point favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Got to go uh, Tennessee on this one. Just, you know, it it would be funny. It would be funny. It would be very funny. <laughs> but, yeah. do that. But, but um, it takes only $45, Courtney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next game, 6 o'clock, Florida State at Florida. Florida State's favored by 11 and a half. I'll be honest with you. Eyes get big, you know, mm-hmm. like when you're ordering, when you, when you go to a restaurant and you're very hungry and you're mm-hmm. ordering a lot more fruit food yeah. than you want. Yeah. Um, 
that's kind of how it was this weekend watching the UNA game. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> they might do it. I saw the score. I was like, here we go. Yeah. And then I saw someone post a meme of like, it was like Auburn like beating down and then UNA reaching out, letting <laughs> out a hand or something. Yeah, that's funny. And I was like, and I thought for a second, I was like, wait, is UNA? Is they, are they doing it? And I went back and checked the score and it was like complete. I was like, oh, yeah. never mind. They're out of it. Yeah. This is how the game was expected to go. So, yeah. I mean, what do you see? Florida's been playing some teams close now right. this year. It's going to be an interesting one. You know, Jordan Travis had that really bad leg injury, so he's going to be out. Um, but then I think Graham Mertz, it seemed like he has a pretty bad collarbone injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's suffering against Missouri, so I think both teams will be on their backup quarterbacks. And yeah. uh, the fact that this is at Florida, um, that scares me for the Seminoles. You know, I, I think that's, that's obviously going to be a, always a tough place to play, and especially in a huge rivalry game like this. And then you, you got, like I was kind of saying earlier with Louisville, I just don't think we've seen that much chaos yet. So I feel like something's just bound to explode. Yeah, that's like, what I'm like, leaning. So it's, it's just like, I don't know. I just don't really have that much faith in Billy Napier and um, on the field coaching. I think he's a great recruiter. But on the field, I just don't really have that much faith in him. So it's a, it's just a hard one to predict with both teams going to be on their backup quarterbacks. Um, and, you know, they, we could have a case of Florida State overlooking Florida towards the ACC championship against Louisville. Um, but I, th- I still think I'm going to go with Florida State here. I think they have so much more talent around them. Yeah. Other than I think they can make up for that against the Florida team also on its backup quarterback. So I'm, I'm going to say Florida State, but I don't feel incredibly confident about that. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go Florida on this. Yeah, I feel I, like I this could be the, really the shock you know, game right here for us just because Jordan Travis injury, I feel like what he meant to that team can – Mm. depending on how you know you get that team prepared they mm. might affect them because some programs will like you see their star player go down mm. you can see the whole like team like oh no yeah like, so i just yeah. they went down like oh no we're that's not good yeah and that'll be in their head yeah and then you'll see like for example go back to the nfl like beginning the year with rogers with right. the jets you see like the team rallied in the second half like mm. okay we're gonna yeah we're gonna play this game we're gonna win mm. and they did so i think it's interesting to see how that's gonna turn out but i feel like i feel like florida is just being at home mm-hmm. an underdog maybe being overlooked yeah. you know this could be and i could see this being a game that napier gets to like then yeah. give that confidence kind of like, kind of like the tennessee win earlier mm-hmm. in the season yeah the fact that this is in the swamp you know, I don't, I don't know much about Florida State's backup quarterback, but I don't know if he's ever made like a road start, um, if, and if that road start is even comparable to how the environment's going to be um, down in Gainesville. So it's a, it is a really scary game for Florida State, and um, I could easily see Florida winning it. Yeah, um, that's. I think that could just be the, the game. That like just shakes up the whole, yeah. and then. And some team mm. managed to get yeah. in. The <laughs> um, but the next game, Georgia. <laughs> be a quick one. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia at Georgia Tech. Going to Atlanta. They're going to be in Atlanta. Okay. One, they are. Yeah. They yeah. might as well set up camp. Right. I guess, yeah. They really you know? Um, Georgia facing Georgia Tech. That's. It's. I always just love the, the memes about picking on Georgia Tech leaving the yeah. SEC. And then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Georgia's going to win this game. But I do want to tip my hat to Georgia Tech for making a bowl game. Um, for the I can't remember when. I saw it earlier. It was the first time since something. But, I mean, 
like I said, I got to tip my hat to Georgia Tech. I mean, this is a good year for them. Unfortunately, they're going to get absolutely throttled by Georgia this week. But mm-hmm. still, even though they're gonna get, still going to get – yeah, they're going to get <laughs> throttled. But, hey, it's good, good successful season for them um, making a bowl game. Yeah. Then the last 630 uh, kickoff for you into the Iron Bowl. Clemson – oh, sorry. I, I also go with Georgia. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like that was very obvious. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, Clemson – at South Carolina, Clemson's favored by seven. Who do you got? Yeah, because this is at South Carolina, I think it's going to be a really good game. I mean, we saw South Carolina win at Clemson last year, which was mm-hmm. just an incredible victory for them. But I think Clemson's starting to get find its footing a little bit late in the season. Uh, they beat uh, North Carolina this past week. They uh, beat Notre Dame earlier. Um, I, just, I think Clemson's finally starting to get an identity. Even that identity isn't like the Clemson we've seen in the past. I still think they're a good team, going to be a well-coached team. Um, like I said, the, the fact is it's on the road, it's going to be close. But I, I do think that Clemson's going to going to win this. And then kind of you look at a reflection of Clemson's season and then you're like, well, it actually wasn't as bad as we thought it was. Um, I, yeah. I could definitely see that see that happening with the win um, at South Carolina and then maybe a bowl win too. You know, now I'm thinking, like, thinking about this, uh, I don't know if he would, but Dabo. What if Dabo jumped A and M? Yeah, I mean, I know he got asked about it, and he just kind of gave this not straightforward <laughs> answer. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like he's literally just going to be at Clemson until the day he dies, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I, mean, I feel like could, he was the next in line for Alabama, right? Much. Yeah, yeah, that could happen too. But um, I, I guess any you know anything could happen. I feel like yeah. we've seen crazier things happen in head coaching searches. Um, so I wouldn't completely completely rule, rule it out, but we'll just yeah. we'll see. I, I'm also going Clemson on this one. South Carolina is just offensive line is just yeah. so rough. Yeah, I remember watching the JSU game against South Carolina. Just JSU was just in yeah. Rattler's face, and mm. luckily Rattler and his receivers could just make the plays in mm. time. Um, so if they just had offensive line, they I mean turn that into like a seven fourteen probably. Yeah, yeah so. definitely. And then the game for us both here on the plains. SEC, I think what network will be here, if I remember correctly. Yeah, SEC Nation. SEC Nation. I always just feel like it could just be SEC game day or whatever. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty like much, a, yeah. That's pretty much what yeah. it is. So, what, before we say our picks, what does Auburn have to do mm. to be in this game, to have a chance to win this game? Yeah, I mean – definitely ride the atmosphere of uh, Jordan here because even after a loss to Mexico State I'm so fully confident that that place is going to be on fire um, so you got to ride that momentum um, got to make third down stops when the crowd is at its loudest um, you can't you cannot let let Alabama continue to um, move along the field and um, put together some long drives um, I think he really I don't think Auburn can really rely on its rushing game like it has before the New Mexico State game. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of got to open it up. And, you know, I mean, obviously there's a mismatch between Auburn's wide receivers <laughs> and Bama's DBs. But I think you just kind of have to live by it and hope that Thorne has a good game. Um, I just don't I just don't see Auburn being able to run the ball on Alabama that much. Um, so I think you got to open it up, just really pull out, go deep into the playbook find things you haven't ran all year um and just kind of catch Alabama by surprise and I think I think another big thing will will be forcing pressure on Jalen Milrow 
if you can get pressure on him and force him to make um, some t- bad passes on the road, then that that will really um, really help Auburn's chances. Because you think about Milrow in the big games he's played with um, LSU, Tennessee, Texas. All three of those games were in Tuscaloosa. I don't know. I can't think of a game where he's gone to like a true like road environment that's going to be mm-hmm. like really loud, um, loud the entire game. I, feel, I think this might be be his. I think he started maybe even though even last year when he played A and M that was also in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. I guess that A and M game this year that that would probably be one of those big big games with a big crowd. But yeah. I think Auburn's going to be on a different level than A and M was. So I think if you can get pressure on him, force him to make some bad throws because we know it's weird like his best passing is deep deep passing but if you can force him to have to get the ball out really quick and maybe throw a couple or a few bad passes over the middle um i think auburn's gonna have to do that yeah it's <laughs> i think auburn's i know you said like it's gonna take more than auburn's running game but we're gonna have to have more run game than we did this week to oh, have yeah. a chance yeah. and it's just um i just I don't, I don't see any other way than the run game. Just I think that's just me being pessimistic. Yeah. When it comes to our receiving core and our QB room, and then our speaking of going back to the New Mexico State, the offensive line. Yeah, that was, was atrocious. Awful. It's just weird with how, like I feel like for the majority of the season it's been really really good. Yeah, it like, started picking up. Yeah, there's some like rough just, patches, and then just like these the stretch we had where it's just like oh they're keeping. You know, throwing up right, we're getting the running the ball, mm-hmm. just and then this week it's. I was like, yeah. I, I yeah. literally thought I was like, do we have our starters yeah. in? I was that's what yeah. my, went through my brain, and I was just like, oh yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, Auburn's definitely gonna have to run the ball better than it did against New Mexico State, but I don't think Auburn's gonna be able to run itself to a win. Um, if that makes sense, I don't mm-hmm. think they're gonna be able to string together enough back to back to back runs um, to beat Alabama. I think it's gonna have to be through the air a little bit too. Yeah, I, well, Alabama is a fourteen and a half point favorite. I, I feel like they, I feel like they win by ten though. Like I'm mm-hmm. going Alabama on this one, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like maybe you and Matthew's opinion has changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, before this New Mexico State game, and me looking ahead with Iron Bowl, I was kind of thinking it could be like that 2021 Iron Bowl where. Mm-hmm. Auburn just literally just rode the crowd the entire game and um, obviously ended up falling short, but had its chances to win, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think before that New Mexico State game, I was kind of mad, but I was like, I really think Auburn could win this. Um, and then we watched that disaster against New Mexico State, <laughs> and I now I've kind of shifted towards, feel like it could be like the um, 2015 Iron Bowl in Jordan Hare. While Auburn still hung around with it in a while, uh, for a while, got some few a few lucky plays to stay in the game going to the fourth quarter, um, but then in the fourth quarter, Alabama starts to pull away. Um, I think in that 2015 game, it was 19 to 13, Bama going to the fourth, and then Alabama ended up winning um, 29 to 13. So I could see it being like that. Auburn just mm-hmm. gets really fortunate. The voodoo of Jordan Hare strikes for a little bit, but I don't think it'll be enough. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say. Alabama, like 31 to 14, but closer than that, mm-hmm. maybe like a 21 14 game going into the fourth. Um, and Auburn will have its chances to tie it, get our hopes up, yeah, yeah. But then, um, <laughs> then Bama ends up ends up pulling away because you know, I mean, they're still they're playing for a playoff spot right now. Mm-hmm. They're, um, they're not in a spot where they can really 
overlook Auburn, um, especially with it being in Jordan here. You, you can't do that. Um, yeah, this is definitely turnaround because I know my take at the beginning of the year, like midseason, I should say, was I, I don't see Alabama getting into the playoffs. Not mm-hmm. uh, now you switch up now, like this Alabama team, that same record they were then, I might be like, Alabama find a way. Mm-hmm. Because at that point in time, midseason, we're like, the offense wasn't clicking. Right. You had, they struggled against South. I was just like, there's no way. Like even I was like, even if they beat Georgia, mm. you can say that this team deserves to yeah. be in the playoffs. Like yeah. let's say if they beat Georgia close, like it's it's hard for me. But now it's like the way they've been playing, it's it's hard to deny them that. Right. And then yeah. some things the dominoes start falling in place. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if. Um, the committee decides to keep Tennessee ranked because that will be a ranked win for Alabama, mm-hmm. even though Tennessee's seven and four, and in, in my opinion, should not be in that top twenty-five. But you know, I mean, that's that's the thing the committee's going to look at is top twenty-five wins, and so if Tennessee gets slipped in there like twenty-five or something, um, mm-hmm. that'll be something something to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah, I don't know, it just came across my head. I'm like. This is that kind of year. Yeah. This is the year you know what and you know it. Me looking at you. Yeah. What that outcome of that year yeah. would be. And there's, yeah. ah. No bias, no bias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can you say? The best college football coach of all time. Yeah. And so, but yeah, I. So I guess you're going Alabama with this. Yeah. 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 Alabama probably around 17, but closer than that. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a closer game than the final score indicates. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'd be interesting game. I don't – it's – I got to go Alabama. It's – but it's so unpredictable. Mm. So unpredictable. Auburn's just unpredictable. It's not even just the Iron Bowl with the voodoo right, right here at Jordan Air. It's this whole season. Yeah. We, d- we don't know who's going to be there. We don't know who's going to show up. Mm. So, it's it's interesting. Yeah. It's just a crazy thing about how different my point of view on that – um, upcoming Iron Bowl is right just now than it switched. was 48 hours ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just wild, wild to think about. But yeah. Well, Jacob, that does it uh, for us today. Thank you for joining me. Um, for everyone listening, uh, thank you. Please like and subscribe. 